Stories from the past to present. This is the history of Ducks hockey. Let's turn the pages back and relive from mighty till now. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of From Mighty Till Now. This is episode seven, believe it or not, and we are in the Korea studios uh, here in Anaheim. And my special guest today is uh, the one and only Emerson Needham. Emerson, uh, thanks for stopping by. I know uh, well, you're still in Long Beach, right? Yeah, and and first and foremost, Frenchie, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Just uh, you're you're just infectious. You're you're always fun, um, and it's just always a blast. Anytime, whether we're just you know, yeah, you know. I don't know, shooting kicking it. back yeah. and shooting it and, or, you know, doing stuff like this. It's, it's always a pleasure. Oh, so, dude, I, I, well, I appreciate it. And, um, it's been a pleasure to get to know you and over the years. And, uh, I was there at draft day, yeah. um, in LA in yeah. 2010. And then, uh, Emerson and I, I don't, know, and... I don't know if anyone had a chance to see that episode. I, I don't even know what it was, but I, I went to long beach and we got burritos yeah, and we yeah. went uh, to your gym. Those are for our day ones there. Those, those are you know, <laughs> Not not year long duck fans, uh, you know. That, this is day one. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So uh that was fun, and got to meet your folks yeah. and go to your house. We did an interview in your room. Yep. I mean, it was it was cool. Yeah, it was yeah. so much fun to see, and then follow your career, and then where you are today. And and I think I can speak for all ducks fans, and and even just your friends. We're so proud of where you are and what you're doing. It's awesome. But um so this interview is is pretty cool because it comes on the heels of you being part of Ducks Weekly with myself and Gee. Um, and I just want to dive into your story for, for Ducks fans that might not be familiar, or I should say, want to get reminded a little bit of Emerson Edom. I mean, um, I think you, you remember these guys and, um, we know you now as a coach or at least now I do, but I know you now, but as a player and a former first round pick. So, but what I wanted to dive into Emmer is, is Southern California. It's so different now and we'll, we'll hit that in a bit, but, but growing up in Long Beach, Southern California, you think surfing, you think skiing, you think everything but ice hockey. Yeah. How in the world did ice hockey become in your radar at such an early age? Oh, yeah. My brother uh, was playing at the YMCA right down the street. It's uh, cross streets of Atherton and, and Bellflower there. And unfortunately, so there was an outdoor roller rink. Um, they blew it out, and that's now a parking lot. So it's no a, way. a little, little unfortunate. We drove by there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we drove by yeah, there. Yeah. Was yeah. the rink still in it? Was the yeah. rink still there at the time? Uh, or? I don't know. YMCA was still there. I yeah, no, no, the YMCA has been there, been there for a while. Um, uh, they might have blown out then, I guess. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, but my my brother, and I don't know how he got into it. I don't know if it was just through a, a local sign-up or I, I don't know how he started. But, uh, God, he just had – he was on a team called the Jokers. And okay. they had these bright yellow uh, uh, uniforms, one jersey, just a yellow jersey with uh, uh, the same Joker you'd see on just a, yeah. a card. Uh, playing card and I just thought it was the coolest thing. It's just like, you know, just totally random, but this cool Joker yellow jerseys. I thought it was so rad. Um, but uh, yeah, it just looked like he was having fun. He was, he must've been uh, seven or eight at the time. Um, I was just turning four. Um, I had a huge Afro uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I started with, um, I started with Matt Nieto actually okay. uh, at that same Y. He was about three and a half. He's a little bit uh, younger than uh, than me, but we still have a picture where I just got this gigantic 80 style afro, and uh, uh, Matt's got just a, the row of front teeth missing, as if he got knocked out with the the hockey puck just the day before. So it's a hilarious picture. Um, but yeah, we started together um, just on the back, so we weren't playing on the roller rink. We were on the back tennis courts. Um, and we're just ripping it up back there. Uh, it was for about a year. Um, uh, after that, we both switched to in-house. Um, so we that was at the the Ranks Lakewood Ice. Uh, I don't know what it used to be called, Glacial Gardens. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Back, back at the time. Uh, so there was just a we were doing in-house hockey, 
Um, yeah, just one thing led to another. That was two years of in-house. Then I switched over to Huntington Beach. Um, forgot what that rink was called, but I uh, played for the Huntington Beach Sun Devils uh, for for the, the, the local um, hockey parents out there. I don't know if anyone remembers the, the Huntington Beach Sun Devils. And then just... Just kept chipping away at it. I played uh, Sword A with Constantine, um, with the Junior Ice Dogs. Uh, went to I, I played uh, Pee Wee. I think Double A, uh, and then Sandy Gasso came along, and we had three years at LA Hockey Club. Went to Shattuck after that. Um, for when two did years. When did you realize before you get to Shattuck? When did you realize that you had something like you you were a step above, or or you had you because going to Shattuck, you got to be think you're pretty good yeah and, and it's funny i was just I, I had a parent call me um for my days coaching in montana uh he just had you know one uh, uh thing of advice he had just had a question for me um and then one thing led to another and sure enough it was a, a 15 20 minute conversation and, and he asked a similar or we we're talking about a similar kind of dynamic yeah and you know a lot of these youth players they're like hey i just i want to make the ushl yeah. like that's my goal um, and I told him like, you know, any, anytime you can, his son's name's uh, Mason, you know, anytime you can just, you know, uh, take Mason aside and just say, man, everyone who's at the top level in the, the USHL, they're all thinking NHL, like, like yeah. ever since yay high, they're thinking NHL, anyone who's playing D one hockey, it's not like the whole time that they were playing there, they just wanted to make it to D one. Like, no, yeah. everyone playing D one hockey is chasing that NHL dream. So yeah. I just told him like, you know, try, try to have him change that mindset from just an overall mentality standpoint, like if, if that makes you shoot 500 more pucks a day, if that just makes you, I don't know, go harder in each year, I, I don't know, but there's a certain level. So long story short, I never once at any time said, hey, I just want to make the Western League or I I just want to go to Shattuck. Like it was never When did the that NHL goal. thing, when did that happen? It, it, like when I was five years old, like literally really? – Maybe not the NHL, but I'm like, okay, I'm making hockey my livelihood. That's okay. for sure. Whether I was thinking NHL or, you know, I used to watch these uh, Ice Hot films okay. with John Davidson back in the day. They, they, there was two years of them. There was, I think, 95, 96, and 96, 97. But it, it was just a great hour long. It was kind of like a, the Don Cherry, okay. the Rock'em Sock'em. Yeah. Um, but it was just a great narrated uh, uh, clips of of just the the great days with the Red Wings and and – avalanche rivalries playoffs and i'm like you know i just gotta i gotta be there like i just i, I need to be one of these guys they had you know uh, owen nolan pointing at the goal or uh, pointing at that shot in the all-star game and, and him just picking that corner they just you know all these iconic moments yeah. and god i would just flick on that that uh uh you know uh, john davidson you know movies and i just watch them over and over and over uh, I remember going to uh, just the Borders books right down the street and uh, my grandma taking me. I got this huge encyclopedia book uh, dating back to the early 1900s of, you know, origins of Stanley Cup and just read throughout the years, gained so much knowledge. I'm like, you know, I, I, there, there's no denying, like I'm, I'm going to be an NHL player. So um, that was right around, yeah, five, six years old, right when I laced them up. I'm just like, no, this is, this is what I'm going to do. And I won't be denied. It's just that feeling of, I, you know, I will not be denied, you know, how bad do I want it and, and all this stuff. I, I remember a, a practice at, uh, at the time, once again, it was, it was Glacial Gardens, uh, the best kid in the age group, or at least on the ice, and he was really good just uh, within the whole SoCal community at yeah. hockey at the time, um, a little Russian uh, uh, kid, um, he was just blowing everyone out on a, on a mountain, you know, a goal line, blue line back, yeah. goal line, red line back. Um, 
and but he was sh- stopping about a foot short from each line and it was pretty much maybe there was a couple other parents but for sure it was like my dad and maybe two three other parents and here i was i saw he was beating me i saw at the time just when i'm in that rep he's you know stopping a foot short, so yeah. i start stopping a foot short just so i can either catch up yeah. or, or try to win and then after that practice my dad pulled me aside he said he is the only time he really yelled at me he was like you will always stop on those lines each and every time never cut corners my parents were always the one to just stay in the background and, and just let me play let me dominate the, but that was the one time where he just flipped out and said never again are you gonna uh, cut corners like that and it always it always stuck with me i mean you know players my players on on my team today just i, I tell them the same thing that's that's it's like money it's like compounding interest like every time you stop a foot short of uh, you know a line, or we do two hard laps. You you coast on one of them. Each time you do that, that's 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 it's a deficit. Like you're 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 missing reps, um, and it's you're, you're you're missing those reps to to get you that much better. And I don't know. It's just it's 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 a uh, coaching is great because it's just a, a a mixture, a blender of all the stuff that I've learned. Whether it's my my dad. Uh, uh, you know, teach me in within that one moment, or it's Bruce Boudreau, um, uh, you know, talking in, in the words of advice he's had, uh, Willie Desjardins, and I use it all, you know, he, his main quote was, how bad do you want it? I mean, he said it probably once a day, and um, that's what I reiterate to my players. It's just like, you know, you, you can still make the NHL at, at, at this tier three level, but, you know, how bad do you want it? You know, Joel Ward, Gieber, um, who we just talked to, like these guys, you know, Gieber's D3 player, um, you know, not very often do you get D threes, you know, in the in the NHL and and professional for that matter. And and you know, Gee had the just mentality. Look, I, I won't be denied. I'm I'm playing in the National Hockey League. So. But how bad do you want it? Where does that come from? So truth be told, I mean, I think you need to dive even into your family a little bit because, of course, uh, your mom Olympic rower, your brother became a rower captain. Yeah. Uh, your sister was volleyball. Then she became yeah, a rower. Yeah. It was a big part yeah. of your family. But that do you did you get that drive early from your family? For sure. Um, yeah, I just it was such an athletic. Like we never had dinners together. Like there was no family <laughs> dinners. There was we had uh, you know my my fuel was literally hot pockets. Like just hot you know pockets, yes. it, it just bang five minute put it in the okay we're on to to practice and then my you know it's my. My dad was driving over to Soka, and and there's this you know pretty famous um, uh, swimming team Nova. Uh, yeah. that, I don't know if they're still at at Soka, but you know even if if I didn't have a practice during during that time, you know me and my dad were biking or rollerblading up the hills. Um, just each and everything was so um, athlete driven and built on you know working hard. Um, uh, my dad would just rollerblade hills. Why? I don't know. He works at Boeing. I, you know, I don't know why this guy was literally rollerblading up hills, but it just set an example. Um, you know, whether he knew he was doing it or or he wanted to set it, I, I don't know. But uh, I, I can't. Uh, I just don't get the whole. You know, after work, long day uh, in a cubicle, him wanting to pop on the the skates and, and rollerblade up hills, but. You know, I, I used to put on my rollerblades and uh, rollerblade up hills nonstop for hours and hours. And um, it's it's one of the reasons I, I, I credit just my speed is just you know, five, six years old, um, you know, going as fast as I can up, up hills. And um, yeah, it's just it's 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 just kind of strange and, and, and weird how things work out. Shattuck, um, that's such a huge move. Yeah. And that's uh, for those that aren't familiar. That's where Sid went. Yeah. Um, so in Minnesota. High school, yeah, right. So I mean, that's a decision. That's a 
as a young, what, 13 yeah. year old? Yeah. I mean, you got to make that decision. Your parents have to support you, obviously. Yeah. When did that moment come about that you said, I want to go there? Um, I just wanted to get out of California at that time, not even because of hockey, not because I just any my 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 friends. Um, I just don't think they had the same level of of, of mentality that that yeah. I right. So um, yeah, they were doing soccer, but were they trying to make the you know mm-hmm. uh, European leagues or no? You know, and I just wanted to surround myself with people who had the same goal in mind and. Um, you know, I just felt Shattuck at that time um, was the place where everyone went there to, um, you know, make the NHL yeah. or, you know, for the woman, you know, make the Olympics. And and um, they've had no shortage of, you know, the Lamoureux twins and Amanda Kessel and, and Crosby, you know, Akpos, all these yeah. all these names that I'm like, you know, what, these guys went there. They they made that same commitment and sacrifice. Um, and I just I, I wanted to best put myself in a position to, you know, get on the right path and, and, and be in that competitive environment. And it was just everything that I had hoped for and more, um, you know, from the gyms to the old rink. And then they had the new building, um, uh, that was just implemented. I think my, my, my second year it was just made. Um, but God, that whole old historic, uh, wood building, it just, you know, um, it just reeked of just hard work and, and, you know, blood, sweat. And, and, and so it just, that, that was just, that was it for me. That was, it was fantastic. You know, some might say, you know, in those kids, I, I mean, you brought up a good example of play soccer just to play soccer, which again, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that, yeah. but you have that, um, you look at child stars, child or, uh, you know, professional athletes and they go, wait a second, I lost my childhood. Yeah, do yeah, you yeah. ever look back and say you did, or do you just look, that's what I wanted. I, I never wanted anything else. No, I, I never wanted anything else. Um, you know, there, there was never time to even think I'm missing out on some, you know, yeah. it just, it was on to the next practice or it was on to the next tournament or, you know, I've, me and my, uh, now wife, Danette are high school, uh, high school sweethearts. I mean, we, you know, we've known each other since, uh, sixth grade. You, you met her in Shattuck or no, 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 no. She was at Roger. Oh, yeah. Oh, at Rogers middle school, just there in, yeah. in, in Long Beach. I mean, we, we've known each other since sixth grade and even I put her on the back burner. <laughs> you know, I just, <laughs> yeah. I, I was, I, I always liked her. I always thought she was cute. I, I was going to ask her out, uh, you know, to, to date or whatever. Uh, I think it was seventh grade. Uh, but I was leaving for a tournament uh, the next day, and I I never ended up doing that. And she still gives me a hard time to this day. Um, what were your priorities? Can you name them? Like, just fam- I mean, with family, would you go that way? Like, I would put hockey in front of family. Like, honestly, like I uh, and it was always sports. And then you know, anytime we had family time, <laughs> like to you know, uh, any any kind of time, family, yeah. whether. I mean, the only family time we really had was in the car, you know, together or, you know, holidays, Christmas, Thanksgiving. I, I can't think of a time where literally in a in a 10 year span, we sat down for even a weekend dinner. Like It was just <laughs> we had three athletes, um, you know, uh, my my sister, um, you know, went to Cal Berkeley for sports. My brother uh, got a full ride to um, uh, Syracuse uh, for, for rowing. He ended up going on the national team, too. Um, and it just, you know, when you, when you hit that kind of pedigree in each, you know, sport, um, there's just no time. It's just, it's, it's hard work. It's in the gym. It's, you know, for them, it was on the erg. Um, I always give them a hard time. It's just like, you know, day after day, even swimming, you know, my sister swam too. And she, you know, how do you just go back and forth at a, you know, in a lane each and every day? Yeah. I always give them a hard time and same with row. I'm just like, 
God, it's just, <laughs> I, 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 when I got pulled to those swim meets, I had to do the, the timer. Oh there, yeah. And I always dreaded them. I'm like, <laughs> it's the most boring thing. And here I am with this, with this stupid timer, just, yeah. you know, oh, it was, it was dreadful. But, um, no, I, I just, uh, it was, it was all business, you know, it was all business, um, you know, from, from that five-year-old at that, that first yeah. YMCA, um, I wouldn't want it any other way. Uh, Ducks Weekly, we'd had a chance to down, and again, that'll it'll be uh, on the air here soon. Um, but uh, the question I, I led with actually was 2010, yeah. and I had, uh, as I mentioned, the outset of this interview, I had a chance to to be there, uh, privileged to be there to watch uh, both uh, Cam and you be pulled the first round of that draft. And um, so, being from the SoCal, the hard work you put in, being able to to have your draft day yeah. in your backyard, what was that day like? Oh, it was fantastic. Um, I just, I, I remember finishing up a couple meetings with teams, um, you know, in the morning. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you real quick because I had a chance. You were like a top eight, right? Yeah, and yeah. you went to, it went to the big A. Yeah. Took BP. Yeah. yeah. I was out there oh, talking. Yeah, 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 I was yeah, out there yeah, talking yeah, to you yeah, before. That's right. That's right. right? That's right so that's you right. were making tours yeah. with the, with all these yeah, top prospects. Yeah. And, and that was part of it too. It's like, you know, I mean, and there's obviously some big names. There was Taylor Hall, uh, Cam. Um, I think good Branson was there. I'm trying to think of who else there was about five, five of Sagan, uh, was Sagan, there. Right? Yeah. Um, so it was five or six of us. And I'm like, God, I mean, t- to be in that group. And, and we talked about how much I slipped that day. Um, you know, cam, cam even was supposed to go higher than, than, you know, uh, he did. And I think he was relieved after just, you know, getting picked to, you know, Southern California, great organization, uh, with, in, in, in the docks. But, um, you know, so, I mean, we were both mic'd up and, and, you know, he yeah. had this big, you know, huge sense of relief, uh, with, with him and his dad there and, and God, I mean, you know, that was all part of it. Like I, I felt like I was grouped together with, you know, these, these, um, the Sagans, the, the one, two picks and, and the batting, you know, practice with the, uh, with the angels there. And, uh, so that just kind of fed to the, kind of the, the angst and anxiety with, with draft day and just, expectations. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. I mean, go? you know, the Kings uh, traded up. I'm like, okay, here we go. They took Forbert. Um, that was at 16. And, um, <laughs> there's just so many dynamics. You're like, okay, I had a good interview with that team. Oh no. I, you know, I, 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 <laughs> I bombed that interview with that team. I didn't even interview with that team. So I know they're not picking me. Um, so just all these emotions are playing in your head. And then, Sure enough, I, I just accepted it uh, when the Ducks, you know, picked me. I'm just like, okay, they're they they you know don't pick me. It's 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 over, and I'm out to wait for for um, day two. But uh, sure enough, Bob uh, came up on that stage and said Long Beach, California. I knew right away. So uh, no, it's just a huge sense of relief. Um, you know, I know me and uh, Cam were able to chat it up uh, a little bit after he he waited and he was thrilled. We we knew each other from the the National Development Program days. Um, and yeah, no, we were happy for each other and yeah, away we went. Yeah. And, uh, and that journey certainly, uh, was one that was, uh, for you too. And I, I, I do want to dive a little more into your expectations and too, like that hard work you put in, you're supposed to be the top eight, top 10, if you will. And then you go to 29, you're still first round, yeah. you're still a first yeah. rounder. So yeah. what were your expectations coming into camp and when did you expect to be somewhere with the Anaheim ducks? Well, I'm going to take it back just and this is my coaching coming out. Like I always say, um, you know, shoot for the NHL, but within that, I always wanted to be the first overall pick. Like I always, Mm -hmm. that was just my drive. I'm like, okay, you know, ever since probably, 
maybe even before Shattuck, I was like, okay, I'm, you know, local California, AAA, we're beating these Canadian teams, Sagan and all these, you know, Skinner, we're competing and, and not only competing, but, but beating these teams out in Toronto. So I'm like, I'm already right there. Um, I knew they were big names. We were big names out here in California, even though we were anomaly a little bit. Um, but I, I just had it in my mind that, you know, I'm going to be the first overall pick. And I, that's what I, I just strive to tell parents, uh, whether it's the the 14 year olds that I work with just in my small private sessions is just, you know, shoot for the stars because anything a little bit lower than that is, you know, pretty damn good. So, I mean, within that mentality, if I always sh- shot for first overall, well, I landed on, on 29 and it's still first round. Right. So it's the same thing with that NHL. It's like, OK, put yourself in that mindset. This is your li- livelihood. This is what you want to do. You know, shoot for the NHL, not just D1 hockey, not just USHL. Don't be satisfied with that. Like, um, because there are the Sagans of the world who are thinking first overall, or they're thinking, you know, so you're already kind of in a disposition if you uh, put yourself back and, and, oh, just, you know, shooting for, for tier one or, or all this. No, like, you know, make the NHL your, your dream because even if it's one game, that's a huge success. And, Within that, you probably get a you know two hundred thousand dollars worth of schooling paid for and all this stuff that yep. comes with it, right? So, um, so just to to go back to to the original question, it, you know, I, I just it was first round and I was I was happy with that. You have you a chip know? though, a little bit of a chip. Uh, no, no, I, I think just I just wanted to be first round. I yeah. mean, you know, I, I knew at that you know draft I was going to be you know first overall or anything like that, of course. But um, I just, hey, you know, you've solidified yourself, all this hard work. Um, you know, you've thought, okay, first overall, you went first round. This is this is mm-hmm. great. You know, it, we made it happen. Um, and then, like I was telling you, it was bam, right back to the right back to the gym there, and, and with Tr there and, and Gold's Gym in Venice uh, on that following Monday, and we just right, got right back to work. So. How would you describe your uh, Ducks career? Um, I just, I look back on it and I wanted to, you know, with my mindset, just be a Hall of Famer, you know, just uh, talked about the first overall. Okay. We went first round. I was, you know, highly touted, great junior career in medicine at everything was kind of formulating itself into that kind of, you know, maybe not even Hall of Fame, but, you know. Solid 700, 800 game career at least. And, um, you know, there was just, uh, you know, with I remember speaking on on, on a couple of, uh, you know, NHL network about hitting 50 goals in 50 games and in, in, in Medicine Hat there. I remember even when um, uh, Bruce and, and Getze, the, the year prior to me, uh, or that lockout year sitting down and, hey, this, you know, Emerson Edom, he's got, you know, 61 goals and 65. How does he fit in? So there's definitely talk. I was I was getting ready for it. Um, lockout happened. Not that I think that shift. I mean, everything, everyone went through it. Paul Mary and all, you know, all of our prospects kind of went through the same thing. Um was brought down to reality with, you know, my, my, uh, the start of my AHL career. I, I remember after my junior career, after playoffs, um, got done, I went to Syracuse and had a really good, I think you have six games total, um, had three goals in, in six games, not even playing power play or anything like that, but scored a couple big goals. And, um, I think it was kind of fitting within this whole momentum that I was creating for myself Had another great year of, uh, of training or at least summer of training, um, and then, uh, you know, that lockout happened, but, you know, for whatever reason, prospects being down had nothing to do with the, you know, situational, but, uh, you know, these guys came to play and, uh, uh as far as the pecking order, I, I, I just was kind of shuffled down at the start. I mean, you had uh, Smith Pelly who, 
uh, Devo, a good buddy of mine who, who played a year already at that point that was sent down to the minor. So it was just the dynamics of it all and, and, and emotions. And um, I was able to weather the storm a little bit. Not that I put up, you know, many points, but I think towards the end, I, I started to play well. Um, I remember getting my call up. I think I played right, right at the start of uh, when the lockout uh, ended. Um, I played, you know, three, four games. Maybe I was down for two weeks or so. Um, had a couple points against a, a, in a game against um, at home against LA, so that was good to get under my belt. Had two assists in a game. Uh, was sent back down just from you know more seasoning. Got called back up not not too long after, and then I was up the whole year. Um, and really, just you know, I, I talked about Bruce saying you know my overall impact on the game. I felt especially early on, I was you know just a yes man. Did did what I told or did what I was told um, by Bruce. Just a hard north south, you know, hit the red line, get it in, use my speed, um, creating turnovers, just uh, you know, being really good at the the game within the game, top PK unit. Uh, that led into playoffs where I was playing like really nothing to lose. You know, I was on the fourth line. I don't think our expectations were were very high. Steckel was, you know, he's been bounced around a little bit. We just, I think we acquired him at the deadline there. Um, that year, Paul Mary was was young, had a really good stint in the in the AHL, and I think that whole year he put up 20 plus points uh, in that short season playing uh, 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 predominantly uh, top line minutes um, for whatever reason he was thrown down with us. I, I'm not too sure, but we just, we clicked instantly and each and every game we were playing with speed, you know, um, creating some serious havoc with the, uh, uh, for the Red Wings there. And uh, I don't know, that, that was just that big transition time where it's like, okay, five points and in, in game seven with, with Detroit and play, I'm like, okay, this is, you know, if I can do this, you know, let's take this to the the next level. Came back um, that 13-14 season. Um, it was, and I, I took it and ran with it. I mean, I we played in Colorado, had a good game, finally getting some power play minutes. Um, scored in the game. I got injured there in San Jose, so I think it was the following game. Scored in the first period. Devo uh, made a, a pass out of the corner. I was driving the net, just put a five hole um, and scored. And then not too long after, I, I went knee on knee with uh, uh, Rafi Torres there and. Um, out for about two weeks, but you know, it, it never, just the cartilage and just, you know, the, whether it's rushing it back too, too quick or whatever, um, it, it just, I, I don't know. I, I just never felt the same after that. Um, in a sense, probably killed a little bit of the momentum I had. Um, and I, I just never played to that level that, that I did in, in that playoff series. And it was never as fast. I, I, you know, I just, you know, sometimes I was, I was hobbling around. I was maybe in, even in den denial. Um, I think over time it got better, but, you know, between, you know, new prospects coming in and all this stuff, I mean, you know, you get that momentum, you run with it. I mean, you look at a, a guy like, uh, you know, Tage Thompson, right. It's yeah. just, um, you know, maybe it's just a coach saying, Hey, just play your game. You know, just, you know, you're a skilled guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't care if you make mistakes and, and it just transformed from, um, him, you know, not being what he was drafted to be into perennial, you know, uh, 30 goal score, you know, uh, point of game guy. That's just really crushing it right now. So, um, you know, it's just it's the ebbs and flows. It's just, uh, you know, careers don't always, you know, really pan out how you envision them, work so hard to, to do. Um, but, uh, you know, it just uh, I've accepted it. I, I you know, your original question, what do I think of it? I just think, you know, um, I don't know. It kind of is what it is, right? Yeah, it right. just, 
Um, I, I, I would I'd hope for just a longer career, especially being in my hometown, um, you know, and it just it, it didn't work out how I had originally planned. But uh, you know what? I, I think I'm a better person because of it. Yeah. Um, you know, we were mentioning on, on that last uh, uh, segment there that I could, you know, get a head start on business. I think a lot of players that I hear their their identity um, is just being a hockey player and that's it. Right. And I had to learn quick to to shape that mindset and and, and make that shift. And I don't know, like I just I, I'm 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 as happy as ever. My my family's great. I got two kids um, with my with my wife now, and uh, you know we're just all in a great spot. We're we're able to to get ahead and and create some momentum in another area. And um, this is great being on on you know uh, your shows and and all the the opportunities that the the ducks are, are providing me um, within our, our team. And, and so I, you know, this is, this is just fantastic. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, again, it's just a pleasure to, to, to watch you grow as well as a person, not just a player, but you jumped around, you tried to, you went, uh, overseas, tried to make it with the Kings. Yeah. Uh, when, when was that moment that you decided it was, it was time? Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, after, uh, my injury there with Rafi, um, yeah, I was just trying to find my place. I, I just, you know, mentally, I was just trying to get power play time and really come in a role of maybe, you know, the expectations of juniors and a first round pick. And then, you know, that momentum was shot there a little bit. And then I, I you know, got sent down. I, I just, I, I, I was, it, it was, I was having trouble find my game again. Um, after being on such a high there, um, that, you know, being bounced down and, and, and once again, it's, it's tough mentally because you're just like, wait a minute, I was just on top of the world, you know, essentially, um, you know, had a setback and, and now I'm in the minors. I, you know, whether it's the stubbornness of, okay, why am I here? I'm, I'm there. I do need to work on stuff clearly, but it's just, you know, um, so it's, it, it's a, it's a huge, you know, mental, um, kind of F in a way. It's I just, I can't imagine. I mean, that's such a good, I'm glad you brought that up because that's part, that's a huge part of the game. Yeah. You know, that people don't, well, now they talk about it yeah. now. It's yeah. okay to talk about yeah. it now, but yeah. that's something you were dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just the, the instability. It's, it's, uh, anything that any prospect goes through. Um, but you know, I, I, once again, it's like, okay, you're in a spot. They, they tell you to get a house. Now it's, you got to work on things, right? So Jeez. now, now you're across country and it's just, there, there's so many, uh, emotions that that play into it. It's it's uh, you know getting to the minors that that uh, instability of okay you know you're 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 here close to family friends and, and now you're over here. Uh, but it, it's just you know trying to find that that game that was on a whole nother level um, was just for whatever reason you know from whether my my knee was never as good as it was or uh, my my own stubbornness of uh, you know needing to work on things and not taking the time when I was down there. I mean, I was always crushing it, um, you know, from an offensive standpoint uh, down there in Norfolk. But you know, you know, did that translate to the next level and and so on and so forth. And and by that time, um, you know, three years had passed. Um, I think it was just about getting another look. And and uh, you know, I think you know just with that. Uh, playoff series against the uh, uh, Winnipeg there. I think, you know, that whole goal kind of spiced some some new talk up. Okay, maybe does still have it. Um, went to New York. Uh, God, Haglin was such a fan favorite there. I remember getting, uh, you know, just whether it's Twitter or it's, hey, you're, you know, Haglin was yeah. our guy, <laughs> you know, like what Traded are you, what, for Haglin, what, yeah. what, what, what are you going to do? And, and yada, yada, yada. So um, I don't know. I, I just, you know, it, 
there's situations where, you know, maybe it wasn't a good fit. I, I think I can, you know, be put in that category of, you know, being traded for Haglin. Maybe the expectations were, were the same. Um, you know, I, I just, you know, lasted 18 games there. I think Vancouver was a great spot, um, played very well there, especially towards the end. I remember coming in Anaheim, I, I tucked a goal and uh, played with Horvat there uh, for the remainder of the year, probably last six, seven games. Hockey Night in Canada scored the shootout winner. Um, probably it was point of games last six or seven games, uh, resigned, you know, played well enough to, to resign for one more year. I should have came back to California. That was, that was really the last turning point for me from a, you know, just a career aspect is, um, we in Vancouver, we were doing these, um, it's called grouse grind. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of that, but it's a huge, uh, mile long or so set of stairs that go, you know, just directly up just terrible for my knees. Like just, you know, I, I knew I shouldn't have, you know, at, at, at times I was starting to feel that tendonitis feeling and all this stuff um, was terrible for the the cartilage. And, and so when I came back uh, that training camp, it was to like, once again, creating momentum for yourself. I, I had created that um, probably should have came back and, and, and trade in, in California with, with TR. And in fact, I, I know I should. Um, and just by that time, the, the knee was toast. I, um, uh, I think Anaheim just remembered, you know, my, my last stint there in, in Vancouver, I was put on waivers right out of the camp. Uh, Anaheim picked me back up looking for that previous flair, um, wasn't able to bring it in three games. Totally understandable from, you know, my aspect, I just sure. knew I wasn't even there. Um, and, uh, went down to San Diego, played a game. I, I got a scope done to my knee, uh, cleaned it out. Um, I, I just never was the same. I, I had this, uh, it's called an art machine, uh, that I used to carry around just to get my knee warmed up and, and, and going. Um, and, uh, yeah, just couldn't hack it anymore. I, I just I, I went to um, uh, Arizona. Just never felt right, um, you know. And once again, there's that stubbornness in your head, like it, it just can't be like going on right now. Like it can't be. So I, you know, I was just like, no, like I'm. Let me find a different scenery. I, I terminated my contract. I just I, I thought I was just, you know, it was everyone else <laughs> essentially when it was it was clearly me and, and and my lack of health and just overall ability to play. And then I, I tried Lugano, couldn't even hack it there. I played five games. It was a scratch there. I'm like, God, what is going on? So I, I went back to TR um, and he he really reset, you know, just my knee. And I felt great heading into my PTO with the Kings, scored a couple goals, played played really good, two, two goals in five games. Um, my knee started to swell up just a tad, um, especially towards the last game. They liked enough what they saw. They extended the PTO. I went down to Ontario, and then just my knee was shot by by then. And of course, I'm carrying around a stupid backpack just to you know look like a computer or something that just try to you know get get, get me going. And so essentially, it was a, a stem machine, this art machine, uh, warms the knee up. So I mean, you know, any anyone yeah. trying oh, to yeah. believe in a guy doesn't want to see that. So that that probably didn't help. But um, you know, then I was just like, you know what? I just this this is it's it for me. You know, it's just I. I'm, I've accepted and I'm not stubborn anymore. I, I just know that it's, 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 it's not there. And you know what? I just said, this is, this is it. You know, every, every, uh, everything, every plan is different for everyone. And, uh, this is my time. And it was early. I was only, you know, I think, uh, 28 at the time, uh, the fall of, of 2018. And, um, yeah, that's when we, we just decided to, 
to call it a career and, and pack up and, and, and move to Canada and, and, and try to get our permanent residency and um, talked about uh, helping uh, Willie Desjardins and his Southeast Alberta Hockey Academy there start up. Um, and then I was just, okay, I wanted to get into coaching here, just sitting on my resume left and right. Uh, got picked up by this Missoula team, uh, NA3HL uh, tier three team. And uh, that team ended up getting sold to Rapid City. You know, we didn't want to move any farther east. Um, and so we just, hey, we, let's start a start a team back home. So here we are. Yeah. And, and uh, so the Long Beach Shredders used to be the Anaheim Avalanche. Yes. Am I right? Yes. So yep. when did the, the opportunity present itself for you? and your family to come back here and buy a team? Well, I was scrambling there for, I mean, the team, we loved Missoula. Like we really did. We, we love Montana. We're just like, God, you, you never really hear of, I, I, I don't even think I, I heard of Missoula, uh, before we, we had to go there and it was just a small town for about, that sounds cool. So yeah, Montana, se- yeah. 70, uh, 70,000 people, great college town with the, uh, university of Montana, the, the grids there. Um, and, uh, God, it's good just family place, right? Great I, family place, just little community nestled in, in, you know, just mountain, mountainous, uh, uh, backdrop and, uh, you know, very fair weather. Like, you know, you could year round, just go out, just put on a jacket on, walk around the block. So it was, it was pretty mild weather. Um, you know, cost of living was, was dirt cheap. It was, it was just not, you know, no sales tax. I mean, all this stuff that, you know, I think we, we take for granted. And, um, so we were looking to stay there for however long it took for me to to make that next level. Um, I never wanted to move lateral. I felt if I was going to move my family again, it was going to be, you know, at the tier two level and so on and so forth. And so when we knew the team was getting sold, it was definitely, it was a, it was a heartbreaker. Um, and we're like, you know, it's, we were scramble mode there for, we, so we denied that rapid city job cause that was just on the table. Um, and then we're like, well, we, we got to find a team. So we we're looking on the map. Okay, we can put a team here and here. Oh, it's during COVID. Oh, we're, we're just getting oh, yeah. picking back up here. So we can't, you know, we don't have the staff or, or whatever the case may be. Um, and then shoot, uh, Tom Meyer, who owned the Anaheim Avalanche, was, I think, looking to, you know, segue on to, to retirement and, and, and slowing things down a little bit. And he provided that opportunity. So uh, bought the team. Um, and they were playing out of Anaheim Ice. Uh, half and half. They were playing out of Ontario Center Ice there and uh, Anaheim Ice, and just uh, no no better opportunity to to buy that team and, and bring it to Lakewood Ice. So now now we're here. The Shredders yep. uh, alive and well. So you're the owner, co-owner, yep, with your yep, wife, yep, of course. Yep, yep. Uh, GM, coach, as you mentioned to me, Zamboni driver. <laughs> you do it all. How has this experience? fulfilled you or, or has it? Yeah. Oh, it's been fantastic. And it, I really left off from Missoula and just the whole coaching. It's you know, it doesn't matter what level, you know, you're, you're here, these, these players, um, 16 to 20 year old are investing in you, um, seeking advice. Um, and I just think that's, that's a great feeling in itself. You know, there, there's, there's parents, players, you know, okay, what, what's the best opportunity for me to, to move up a level in my, my own career. And, and here they're, they're looking for me for, for that advice, whether it be playing career or, you know, coaching, you know, individual skills, all these things, yeah. life advice. And I think that in itself is, 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 is an honor. And, uh, I don't take that lightly. I show up to the rink each and every day, uh, doing the best of my abilities to, to hold these young men accountable. Um, and it's, it's off ice, it's on ice. We, we, we have a, a military veteran in, in will, um, who, who's taken over for me right now. It's just, God, he was, um, you know, deployed several times, um, you know, injured in, in, in combat, um, and just so I, I, 
I have that wherewithal, like, I'm just going to throw anything and everything, you know, at these, these young men just to gain a perspective from their, uh, for themselves, you know, let them know that, Hey, life's not easy. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to make X amount of dollars. Like yes. it's hard to, you know, and, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, you know, it's tough. Life is, life is tough. And, but you know, not everyone's your friends and, and all this, these things that, Maybe I was told here and there, but I'm like, you know, no, like, uh, you know, even your teammates are, are trying to take your job, you know, and it's just like, I'm just giving them any perspectives that I had as a player or a coach has uh, told me or, or TR Goodman uh, down there at Venice has, has reiterated it to me over the years and just, you know, anything that I've learned um, from the highest levels to, you know, uh, my first year three job to whatever, um, just trying to give them. Um, that that extra inch of of good you know brain nutrients and and so they can just you know do whatever they want uh, in their life to the the fullest capacity. Do kids now, if uh, that five year old Emerson Edom who said I want to make it to the NHL and decided you know what these kids around me are not serious enough, the environment's not where I want to be. I got to move to Shattuck, right? So yeah. now in 2023, a five year old Emerson Edom, would you have to move? No, I, I think and and I. I Bring me back. I would have made it regardless, even at, at, at Shattuck. Like if well, I didn't have gone to Shattuck, like I just, I was in that mentality. I was in that mindset. Um, you don't have to be like, people will find you. Like, well, pe- what I, uh, where I want to go with it though, too, is a landscape in, yeah. of hockey in Southern yeah, California yeah, yeah, with you yeah. having this team yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. I mean, it, are the opportunity in the Anaheim Ducks high school hockey yeah, league? I yeah. mean, is it, is it, are the resources there if you have the mentality? hundred percent. You just have to have the mentality. And, I think part of the problem is, and and I had it for different reasons. I had it because, okay, I just want to surround myself with just everyone who's looking for that common goal. Um, but, you know, I, I, I always tell my players, they're like, oh, I'm going to go to Pittsburgh uh, for their AAA program, or I'm going to go here for their job. I'm just like, why? You know, they're, everything you have is is here. No, it's you. Like, you, th- this is on you. It's almost like a Tony Robbins thing. Like, I love look, it, though. That's yeah, a great yeah, look, way to look at yeah, it. Yeah, look, look yourself in the mirror and say, no, you got to fine-tune your game. It's not moving to another team. It's not, you know, playing on this spring team. It's like, no, you you should have delayed there uh, when you were getting squeezed off, and instead you had 10 feet of grab and you, you just chipped it. Like, it's you know, there's so many things in your game that – it doesn't matter if you go to Pittsburgh, if you do the same thing, it's, you know, you're in the same boat. Right. So, um, like I, I just, I, I try to stress like, you know, actions have consequences and, you know, whether that's on ice or, or, you know, off ice and, and, um, you know, as far as my program, I just say, you know, look, it's, are we behind the curve as far as, okay, we're, we're tier three, there's, there's guys your age in the NHL. Yeah. We're, we're behind the curve here, but you know, Willie there's Janet, how bad do you want it? There's the Joel Wards of the world who just wouldn't be denied. There's the Tim Thomases who are going up for a Calder trophy at 29. You know, there's, um, you know, so many, I, I mentioned Guy before, uh, Njokic is a guy who uh, played in this, uh, this USPHL premier uh, league and and he's had stints in, and obviously Carolina and, and, and Detroit. And um, so it's, it's, it's never say never. It's Derek Ryan. He had a, uh, go and, and get a cup of coffee in, in the uh, European leagues until he's 29 to get a shot at a, a training camp and an opportunity here. So it's that's what it is. It's yes, it's been done. It's how bad you want it and, and not being denied, you know. So 10 years from now, where's Emerson Edom? Um, you know, my goal is to be a billionaire. Like I, I just really, that, that's just, and once again, it's just, 
Well, <laughs> why not? You, you, you know, can. like, like I, yes. I just, I, I, I always have shoot for the stars. And like I mentioned, like I wanted to be first overall pick. Well, you know what? If that amounts to 500 million or whatever, you know, it, it sure. is what it is. But I'm, I'm looking for, you know, that type of business um, pedigree. And um, it starts with obviously just being around places like this and just high level, surrounding yourself with high level people, uh, you know, at any chance you can get. And, um, you know, just, Trying to help you out with your merch and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to invest in that. And, yeah, and, and you know, just uh, you know, so that's that's I, I'm just I'm trying to make the most out of where I am and I can't think of anything uh, you know, more than just okay, how can I maximize business and in various degrees and um, you know, just try to try to go all out. All right. Well, uh, make sure you leave my name at the gate will you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when I drive up to that <laughs> yeah, 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 freaking yeah, no, thing we'll on the top we'll of the hill. We'll and I'm like, hey, uh, yeah, it's Ken Frenchie. I'm receiving him. Uh, who? What? What? Yeah, let's make sure I'm at the gate. Uh, no, I will always appreciate your friendship. You've uh, always dude. been on my side. I've been a big fan of yours for for all these years. And I don't know how you do it. You're, you're I always see you everywhere. So uh, man, well, I appreciate you, man. Yeah. Uh, anytime you want to come back. Uh, and I mean, I cannot wait to hear the next chapter in yeah. Emerson's life. So yeah. thanks for doing yeah. this, dude. I no, appreciate, I appreciate it. that. All right. This has been another episode of From Mighty Till Now with Emerson Edom. This is an Anaheim Ducks original production on Duck Stream.